So we keep on keeping on. Hey, little humans. I'm Norma Jean, and welcome to Stay Wild, the podcast about how to keep your quirks in the wondrous world. This is episode number 27, and we're talking to Mindy Adamos, who I like to call Psychic Mindy. And she is a psychic medium and shaman healer. She delves into her personal journey and a lot of really amazing things about how we can all tap into our intuition and all that good stuff. Today's episode is brought to you by me, Norma Jean, singer, songwriter, daily doodle illustrator, and podcaster. I'm coming at you live from Oroville, India, which is in the south in a state called Tamil Nadu. So it's very hot, very sticky, very beautiful. This episode was recorded a couple of months ago with Mindy in February when I was in the States. So hopefully you guys will get some good nuggets. And as usual, if you like the podcast, please subscribe to us in iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Write us a review. It would really help. And if you are digging the show um, and are digging Bali and all those Bali vibes that I bring you guys, come to Camp Clarity. Check out our website, www.joincampclarity.com. J-O-I-N-C-A-M-P-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot com. For all those women out there seeking a little bit more meaning and tools, resources to get the most out of our lives. All right, little humans, here we go. All right, little humans, we're here with Mindy Adamos. Hi, Mindy. Hi. Mindy is a psychic medium and shaman healer. Welcome to Stay Wild. I'm excited to be here. We are so excited you're here. Um, So tell everyone a little bit about um, what it means to be a psychic medium and shaman healer. What is a shaman? What does that term mean? What's happening? So I'd like to break it down in in kind of each little word. So um, super simple terms. Psychic is basically your ability to um, feel, sense, read energy outside of your normal eyes, ears. Five senses. Great. Five senses. Basic, simple. Uh, Mediumship is your connection to the other side, whatever that is for you. Loved ones, pets, angels, a connection to another side, across the veil, heaven, whatever you call that. Uh, And shaman healer... um, in a lot of different uh, cultures can mean a lot of different things, but essentially you are tapping into additional realms uh, to, to perform healings, healings on people, places, things, spaces, um, systems, um, but it's an, more of an energy healing type work. Fabulous. Okay. And so for you, what does that mean? I know you do big group readings, you do individual readings, you do healings on people, you teach Reiki. Tell us a little bit about um, what you do and how that um, works for you. So this is the fun part. So I do literally a little bit of everything. Um, So my work is done both in person and distant. Um, As you mentioned, I do Reiki. I am a Usui Reiki master teacher. I'm also the um, founder and and creator of my own healing modality called Flora Reiki, which is an add-on to any sort of Reiki healing. Um, It's using Flora's Mother Earth and herbs and such to heal, to add to healing during the energy healing. That's cool. 
It's epic and amazing. Um, I was not able to download that information until after my dear father passed away. And that was part of me uncovering the true shaman part of the work that I do. Mm. I've always done the psychic mediumship work. um, And of course, I've had those gifts and abilities since I was three. So as a psychic, though, this is where I kind of uh, laundry list a little bit of the buckets in which I do. So of course, I do past, present, future. Um, If I'm reading a person or a large group reading, that can be past lives. That can be current situations. Um, It can be finances and relationships. It can be your life purpose. But I also have an additional, I call it kind of access or channel that I'm super blessed to have. Um, And as a psychic, what I can actually do is I talk to the soul. This is more of a psychic gift than a mediumship gift. When I talk to the soul, the soul is never dead nor alive. It just is. So I can channel telepathically is mostly how it's done. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, with a person or a pet in the physical world or in the spiritual realm with ease. Meaning, if there was someone, say, in the physical realm with Alzheimer's or living with an illness condition Mm. or disease that prevents them from speaking Being able to communicate, yeah, yeah. Yes. If they cannot communicate on any level, that also including our pets in the physical realm, I can actually have full conversations with them with ease. Um, the other part of the psychic work that I do is, um, quite associated with like a medical type medium work. I think it's more medical psychic work. So I can scan a body, whether they're in person or 5,000 miles away. And I know attributes, illness, blockages, um, all of that energy, um, kind of psychic work. Um, and then I do a whole lot of other things too. So I do past life work. I can channel and tap into any past life. And the beautiful thing about being a psychic and a shaman is I can heal those past lives mm. while I'm actually accessing the information to a client. I do house cleansings, uh, pet communication, pet healing. Um, I clear spaces for people. Um, Really, there's, and then of course, teaching um, is a big part of what I do. So I hold courses on crystals and pendulums and shamanic work. Okay. Um, So for, sorry, real quickly, for those of you at home, Reiki, we've talked about on the podcast before, it's channeling universal energy. It's a Japanese technique or it comes originally from Japan. Um, And... Explain for the for the listeners at home what a pendulum is, because I I mean I obviously am a little bit familiar. I have friends who use them. I don't, um. But it's explain a little bit how that works. Yeah, so pendulums are amazing. They're very ancient. Um, you can a pendulum is is oftentimes um some sort of crystal, kind of on a single strand of beading or chain. A lot of people also will use a necklace as long as it's kind of free flowing. And a pendulum is what's considered a divination tool. And there's so many different divination tools in the world. But this particular one is where you can actually program through energy. It's very simple to do. And you can use this divination tool to ask the universe, the stars, the moon, spirit, whoever that is for you. You can ask the pendulum questions and get yes and no um, confirmations based on use of the pendulum. So you could literally say to your pendulum, should I apply for this new job in this particular city? And your pendulum can actually, through the use of energy, answer um, and give you guidance as to yes or no. I program typically with my students four four options, um, but most people will um, teach two options. So I teach yes, no, maybe, 
maybe there needs to be more information or it's not time to answer it yet. And mm-hmm. then I also can help program that you're not supposed to be asking the pendulum this particular ah, question. okay. Which people do. And when they're not supposed to be asking it, you can sometimes get a read that is maybe particularly um, misguided. So people say, Mindy, I use my pendulum or I used to use a pendulum all the time, but I felt like I was getting wrong information. And I usually say, perhaps you should have altered your pendulum to have a few other options because you probably weren't meant to be asking in that particular moment. Mm -hmm. Or even asking about things like pregnancies, drug use, relationships of other folks, Mm. things like that. Things that are not our business energetically. Right. right. And you will absolutely get a yes or a no if that's all you've programmed. (laughs) Right. Yeah, but it's an amazing divination tool. It's very helpful and um, it's a tool that literally anybody in the world uh, can access and use with practice. Very cool. And you talk a little bit about crystals and and healing as well. Um, Big crystal fan over here. But I want to talk a little bit about your journey. Digging in, digging in. (laughs) I want to hear about your story because I think it's so interesting. Um, And we've been, I think, Facebook friends for years. um, Yes. For a couple of years through a mutual friend. And I am just like a super fan Um, and I've been following your journey and seeing your updates and I want to hear about um, your journey into um, accepting your gifts and what that looked like and how you um, move forward. So you said from the age of three? Yes. So I have recollection at the age of three. That time frame was later confirmed by my father, who I was detailing things that had happened very vividly about the age of three. That was about the time him and my biological mom were separating and divorcing. And he was then really the person who confirmed that I was saying things that nobody could have ever known by the age of three. So I go back. um, My my journey started. I've always had my gifts and abilities. I like to give kind of the short version of the upfront because I thought at the age of three, four, five, and six that everybody could do what I could do. Um, It was not until middle school that I started to understand that people did not talk to spirit the way I did or could they couldn't even see them. Mm. Um, But it got really hard for me in high school. That's just more of the psychic part of what I do. Um, I knew teachers were not being honest. Um, I knew they were not grading papers, favoritism, etc. Playing sports was very hard for me, although I love doing it. So I also had to get out of sports uh, because of um, my ability to channel very specific details of what was happening. So I um, actually graduated high school early because it was just quite overwhelming for me to be in that system. Yeah. And um, then I just, I tucked my gifts away. Um, I, I would say I stuffed them away as best as I could. Um, I still talked to spirit and, and accessed things that I didn't understand the full meaning of. Um, and it wasn't then um, until I had started with a company called Geico mm-hmm. in 97 that I found that I was accessing my gifts and abilities to help people thrive in this workplace, in the insurance industry. I was promoted very quickly, but I also used my gifts and abilities to really, um, I think I was more coaching and teaching with my gifts and abilities rather than, hey, your grandma and grandpa are here, or here's a very specific life lesson that I just channeled that you have to work on. Um, So now fast forward, I was with that company for 16 years. And um, in 2010, my whole world changed um, because I went on a trip to the Philippines with my 
now husband and his parents. Mm. And I had known that my father-in-law um, was open to spirit because we had talked about healers in the Philippines and we knew there was a family um, kind of psychic healer much like myself, actually. And while I had never met her, Pops used to tell me stories and, you know, she would give him messages and tell us ways to protect ourselves from energy uh, that was happening here in the States. And in my trip 2010, it would have been November 2010, I actually went to the Philippines for three weeks. And as soon as I stepped literally off the plane in the Philippines, I had never traveled that far mm. um, abroad. My whole energy changed and I was madly and deeply in love with this country. And I was literally just in the middle of the airport after about 28 hours in the, in the air. And I got Which, to then meet this for family. Mo- for most people though, 28 hours in the air is like, literally you come off, your hair is like a rat's nest. <laughs> oh, you're stinky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You, and you're so full of eating all the food they just keep and you're like bored. So you just eat along the way. And, and we had delays and, you know, some scarier things that kind of came about with the delays. And yes. And so, but when I got, I just knew something was so amazing about the energy of the Philippines. I was just eager and excited already, but this was another level for me. Um, the very next day, we actually hightailed it to an island for a birthday party and I actually met this family psychic um, I now know the full story at the time I shook her hand I felt very different but very accepted and I went on to have the most amazing nearly three weeks in the Philippines mm. um, when I got home we of course talked about the family psychic and and just how wonderful it was and then I didn't we didn't really talk anymore about her um, for a couple of weeks and then on Christmas Day uh, 2010 my father-in-law sat me down at the breakfast table and I'll never forget it. We were having, at the time we were eating meat. So we were having turkey and rice for Christmas morning breakfast. Mm -hmm. And he went on to tell me that um, I have a very special gift and that this family psychic in the Philippines um, had a bunch of messages for me. And um, honestly, what he went on to tell me for nearly about probably an hour were things about my life that I'd never told anybody else, not, not even my own father or who was my best friend. Yeah. My fiance, you know, soon to be husband did not know. And she knew things about my gifts and abilities that I literally shared with nobody. Wow. So needless to say, Christmas Day 2010, uh, my whole life changed. Right. So, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. You're it was, a psychic. It literally, yeah, it was literally the best, um, the best moment. You you instantly think, oh my God, I'm not crazy. And then and then the next like 10 hours we literally spent at the breakfast table, um, aside from probably opening a few presents, was was being confirmed in ways that I could have never even thought, you know, I just could have never dreamt. But then a lot of question marks came up. I was scared. I was terrified, actually, because in these messages, she went on to detail that I would be a professional psychic medium. At the time, I did not know as much about the shamanic side of my my abilities Mm -hmm. and that I would be working with clients around the world. Um, now, mind you, I'm about 13 and a half years or so into my Geico career, mm-hmm. and I needed 15 years to fully retire, which okay. was eligibility of 15 years. So I still knew in my heart that I had worked so hard for this company um, that I needed to at least get it to my 15 years. But my life literally turned upside down from Christmas Day forward because my gifts and abilities opened up in ways where it was not able to be managed any longer. There was absolutely no stuffing it or turning it off. There was, Mm. it was literally 
like opening the floodgates um, mm. in the Mississippi River. And I just wow. do you think that's because you do you think that's because you gave yourself permission? I do. And I think it was also, honestly, I think the bigger piece for me was that I was on the island energy, which I now understand more that I have such a strong connection to island energy that I think that three weeks in the Philippines, allow, I allowed myself to be uh, more myself, not even allowing my gifts, but I was free and I was just loved and appreciated in a way that I honestly had never really felt um, amongst yeah. family. I was meeting these family members for the first time ever. You know, Ed and I were, gosh, we weren't even engaged then. We had just started dating like a year prior. And mm. I was just so my authentic um, being and self on the island. I think I opened up that clarity for myself. So then, uh, yes, of course, by the time Pops confirmed all this <clears throat> and Gave, I did give myself permission because what she was telling me, I literally had shared with nobody in the world. So that was pretty powerful for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one of those things where when there's something about us that's other, right? Whether it's um, creative expression, whether it's connection to the divine, whether it's um, psychic energy, whatever it is, right? A lot of the time, if we don't have other people that ha that are on a similar journey or at least know about it it can feel very isolating very much so yeah, yeah. i mean i can't I tell you how many people yeah it's i mean so many people whether it's you know whether it's a specific gift we have or something within us that is like bubbling to express itself totally it's it's totally universal across all really uh, gifts and abilities and attributes of career and purpose and yeah there, there's just because really my story is not unlike a lot of people who finally come into their purpose maybe is how you would say that yeah uh, it's something you know kind of radical happens not necessarily big but like wow I did not expect this to happen oftentimes these things open up through tragedy and trauma um, as well you know or near-death experiences or or someone gets sick in their own family and then suddenly they say I'm this is not all there is to this life. And when I went to the Philippines, I I had just dreamt of this beautiful space. And I would hear stories from mom and pops for, you know, for that year prior um, that I think that that energy opened me up to to just gratitude and thankfulness and new energy that I, I just couldn't possibly have gotten here in the States where I had, you know, resided prior to. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one of those things where sometimes, you know, we don't have to go anywhere, but sometimes going somewhere new changes our perspective, right? Whether it's the physical place we are, whether it's new friends, whether it's a new activity, but whatever it is that uh, it, you need to, you know, switch on. Yeah, it's, like sparked something completely new within me that I just can't explain, you know, and I and I know that that has happened for people going one county beyond where they live, you know, it doesn't always have to be international. But for me, um, again, I'm now seven and a half years into my really knowing and of course now channeling and learning more about the modality. So I understand now why the island itself was so connected Absolutely. because as a shaman. I'm connected to the Hawaiian islands. That's more of my Hawaiian um, shamanic energy that I carry. But the Philippines is um, is magical, super magical. And there's a belief system there also. They're super religious, um, but they all live mystical lives, have shamans, have, uh, 
have, um, you know, things like the word witchcraft, but it's completely translated differently in the Philippines. Uh, they have psychics and healers on the regular. I mean, it's a regular part of their um, livelihood. So that was also super freeing to just always be curious. So when I got to meet a psychic for the literally the first time in my life, I had never been to a psychic prior really? to meeting this one. Yes, yeah, swear to God, I've never even been to a medium or a tarot card reader or an angel card reader ever in my journey until after I got home from the Philippines and after I was confirmed, I went to like, I think there was a total of six, I would say five to six because, you know, it's a little foggy, but I think there was about six and I like played coy and I would just go in and say, what, what, what am I spirit, you know, what does spirit want to tell me? Because she, you got to remember that when I grew up with this gift, there wasn't, it was it just was. It wasn't like you went to someone else to like, to me, it was just in every part. It was just part of me. So I didn't really ever seek advice. I would just ask spirit or not yeah. ask spirit. I was doing it my own way. And that causes chaos too. Um, so yeah, I went to my first psychic in the Philippines, I met, shook her hand. And then after that, I went to about six other psychics and mediums around the world because, of course, I didn't want them to be within 10 miles of each other because maybe, just maybe, they would tell somebody else. No. (laughs) (laughs) You were doing your psychic due diligence. (laughs) Yes, right? Oh, my gosh. I was, I would say the biggest skeptics are the ones with the biggest gifts, um, and that included me. So I, um, within the first 30 seconds, though, Uh, no jokes, within the first 30 seconds, they all told me the same thing. And almost all of them used even the exact same verbiage as the psychic in the Philippines. So I I knew this was no joke. I knew this was something that I had to really, really dig deep. Um, And of course, immediately I went to you know, loved ones from spirit. And, you know, I was getting a lot of help and support. Um, But other than my husband, my now husband and his mom and dad, other than one other family member, I, kn- I didn't even tell my entire family until I told my dad a month before we got married on 11-11. So I kept it a secret even from my best friend, which was my dad, um, for nearly two years. Wow. Scared I was. I was, I was terrified. Wow. And, and that fear, was it from a lot of the stigma of not understanding? What- yes. Because mm. a lot of people, right? Like when you're talking about things that maybe don't make direct linear sense to a lot of people, there's that stigma that's attached to it. Yeah, yeah. It was so wild for me. Um, No pun intended, but it was. It was the most wild thing because, you know, I immediately, I was very successful in my corporate job, but things were starting to unravel very quickly. Um, I knew who was telling the truth and who wasn't. That was very hard for me. I also, so one of the biggest changes that happened around the fear-based is that I was now in this corporate job. Um, I was basically in training management. I had six or seven trainers working for me, hundreds of students below them. Um, I worked on national projects, but I, my channels opened so quickly on Christmas Day 2010 that I could no longer turn my head to the very untruths that were happening. I would go into a meeting and I would say something, not realizing what I was saying truly and fully, and my boss would say, how the hell did you know that? And I couldn't cover up anymore. And I was feeling very pulled and torn because I didn't want to fib and say, I know that because I'm a psychic, but yet I very well couldn't expose this truth to 
the 3,000 people just in my office, let alone the people I've worked with around the country for the last 15 years. That was one of the harder parts of all this for me. Honestly, if I had been like just at home and I could have navigated this maybe in my own time and space and energy, um, perhaps I wouldn't have felt so um, awful actually. But I was going to work every day in a member of management uh, position where I could no longer like but I was so desperate to get to my 15 years because I'd worked so hard mm. uh, that I had to get to retirement. And it's a full retirement package at 15 years because Warren Buffett was the owner of the company. So oh, nice. it was, it was, it was uh, yeah, it was very interesting. I think that was the hardest thing. Um, I then braved the guts to uh, tell my boss, um, thinking that would be something that would be held in secrecy because we were very close. Mm -hmm. Um I was channeling for this person behind the scenes, helping them in their own lives. And I then realized that the word had gotten out. Um, so one of my trainers said to me, you do realize you're the laughing stock of the second floor, which is probably 1,200 people. And at that point, I knew I had to leave. I knew I had to go. It had gotten that bad. Mm -hmm. um, and so one day I came home and I was, of course, then after my 15 years, I'd gone part time just to try to figure out what I was going to do. We walked in, um, cleared my desk um, on a Sunday. I said goodbye to the beautiful little security officer that I used to go in on Sundays and clean my desk and talk to him. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then I was done. And then after that, I felt like I had no other choice but to just be truthful. And that was like, a, for me, it was you have to just do this. You've now retired. You have no children. There was like no other option. So I left on a Sunday and I had to leave that day for some reason. Okay. I had to. I knew it was that day. Mm. And thank God I did because um, that Friday, my father in law, after lots of channeling for him and doing healings on him, he was admitted for dehydration into the emergency room. And that following Tuesday, he passed away. Wow. So the very person who opened my gifts and abilities would be the first person I would actually channel. Wow. Which was beyond wild and hard and, um, and, and yet amazing. And so from that moment on, I never questioned. You have little questions, but I knew this is why all this was happening for a bigger reason because I channeled him while he was passing, while he was unconscious. And of course, his father... Um, was also in spirit at the time, and he was a guardian angel of mine. Mm -hmm. I, I changed him for years. And they basically explained um, that this is not going away. I cannot turn it off. There's a greater purpose for all of this. And from then that moment, um, uh, June 18th, 2013, um, I was doing channelings and group readings uh, on a regular basis. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's so interesting. You know, once we step into that purpose, whatever it is, right, for for whatever gifts we have or whatever, you know, makes our soul feel the most free, right? I always tell people, do what makes your heart feel like it can fly. Um, yeah. And for me, that's singing. But, you know, I think it's, it's one of those things where once you start down that path, you don't want to settle, right? And, and you can't. It's, you know, you're, you have that purpose. And it's, and the things that once were, you know, brought the security or, you know, things that provided for you or things that brought some meaning or purpose, they fall by the wayside. 
Like, oh yeah, they are it just, falls it's very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's like a shedding. It's you know, you're like, Ugh, get that off me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happens. And then you just like for me, I'm also very forward, very goal driven. You know, my personality is go, 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 go. Um, and I also had to release some of those old um, habits and lessons and karma attached to, say, being a workaholic and not taking care of myself. And so the unraveling was, um, was, you know, in a lot of ways, horrific. It's hard. You're oh, pretty yeah. isolated and all alone. No, I mean, we've all, Gosh. like, li- I call it like a life face plant, you know? Like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like so a life plant. For that face plant, oh my gosh, there's miracles. I mean, yeah. there were miracles happening that I couldn't even possibly recognize at the time. Um, but but Pops' passing is truly the thing um, that ignited the miracles, um, including, which I haven't publicly shared the full story, but my son um, is my father-in-law reincarnated. And I got pregnant um, just 30 days after after my father-in-law passed away unexpectedly um, in a very not healthy way. I was heavier than I'd ever been. I was emotionally stressed on levels that I can't even fathom being back in. Um, Anxiety from leaving this corporate job and did I do the right thing? Um, Leaving friends behind, right? But on the other side of all of that, um, on August 5th, when we got pregnant with my son, which also happens to be my father's birthday, mm. our whole world changed. And that's that I've now been doing this professionally for five years. Um, I travel all over the United States and I have clients all over the world. And, and there's no more you do question certain things about where you're kind of headed because there's a human element of this. Yeah. But, but honestly, um, I can't imagine living any other life. I can't uh, not imagine. I always say, you know, you got to do what makes your soul sing, right? That's like you. And um, I'm doing what makes my soul sing. It's a hard road. It is not an easy um, by any means, but I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where in the West, especially, you know, in the United States, whenever I'm here, I'm here right now talking to Mindy from Ashland. I'm here visiting some family. I'll be back in Bali when this episode airs. But it's one of those things where in the United States, that stability is so valued as part of the culture, as part of um, what is important, right? What's important is what you have and how you're okay and not how you're self-actualizing, but how you like are safe, right? Like oh, in the house not, or have a car. Con- it's concrete. Yeah. And for me, I did not go to traditional college route. Um, I left high school, graduated early. I worked for my father. I was always a workaholic, high school, two to three jobs. Um, and then I went straight into Geico. So that, and I, you know, moved around the country, five different locations. Work, work, work was the only thing I knew. And it was because of the fear of not being stable, you know, growing up with parents who were divorced or, you know, not having a lot of money growing up and, um, you know, that having government assistance and that type of thing. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's the very thing that you eat, breathe, and sleep every single day. And when I went to the Philippines, something changed about that. Um, something shifted. Really, it actually started in January 2010. I went to Hawaii for the first time. That was kind of the first time I got to experience. Mm. Hawaii is magic. Out of, 
I right? I know out of Iowa, a little old Iowa. I grew up in a town of four thousand people. Wow. That was the first time. So Hawaii started Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just met my husband, um, and then and then the Philippines, um, and now I feel like uh, I could not imagine not having gone through the road the road that I did because it's obviously who I am today. But there was a lot of healing that had to take place for myself before I could go out and truly perform uh, the miracles that I do today. And I call them miracles because they're they're unexplainable in the amount of healing, not just in the words of the psychic readings and that, but the energy healing that I've done in conjunction with the psychic work, um, literally miracles. Yeah, amazing. And, you know, I love what you say about island energy. You know, I think it's one of those things where once we get outside that box, right, once we get outside the box of, you know, you have to have a house and a car and and all of these things, you know, for the quote unquote American dream that is becoming less and less attainable, you know, with millennials and the gig economy and all that. But once you let that go, what, you know, what's out there? And it's this self-actualizing purpose for a lot of people. And it's, it truly is pure magic. I mean, it's a choice. And I, you know, I was very landbound in Iowa, harsh winters. Um, so even when I stepped on the Hawaiian Island for the very first time, it was Oahu, my very first trip, you feel the, the Mother Earth energy differently than you could feel if you're not surrounded by water, native plants, you know, heritage, you know, it just... Um, I'm th- I'm thankful and grateful uh, for what I learned growing up in the Midwest and being in Iowa and the schools and you know different things like that. But I would say go to an island, even if it's just across the waterway. You know, here in Virginia Beach, uh, that's where I'm at. We have several islands available to us just right here off the coast. You know, island energy changes you, girl. Yeah, man, I'm loving it. Island energy. I mean, that's <laughs> Bali, right? <laughs> yes, it totally does. Yeah. There's a freedom, there's something there's something magical. Uh, when you figure that what that I know it's I know it's the mother earth. I know it's the galactic energy and all the beings of love and light, but but island energy is a must. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, tapping into getting outside our frequency is different for everyone, right? And what yeah. what's really hard i think for most people in the world myself included is that if we want change we have to change things <laughs> yeah i just posted about that this morning you know it's just this we are just creatures of habit and we're recycling thoughts patterns and behaviors beliefs yeah beliefs not just in this lifetime but it's it's, you know, it's compounded from your past lives as well, which a lot of people don't really understand, but it's bad enough that you have to struggle at times, but it's even harder when it's just, it's recycled energy. It's just no one's questioning why um, in a lot of times in their own space. And as soon as that light bulb goes on for folks and they're like, yeah, I've been conflicted for years about that. And it, right. It's that thing that Oprah talks about, the, the most important thing you can do in this lifetime or any lifetime is speak your truth. Mm. And I just posted this morning, most people don't even know what that is. We're very good about saying what we are not. I am not going to do this. I'm going to have a job. I'm going to have a family. I'm going to have a good job. That's, you know, so well, those things, Yeah. but you don't know who am I really? Yeah. Who am I really? 
you know who you're not, but you don't know who you really are. Um, I just, it, 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 it's magnificent to even sit for a moment and think if you asked a thousand people that question. And you know what people say? No. Well, I feel like I'm caring and I'm a nice person. Oh. I'm like, try again. <laughs> try again. <laughs> Basically, what you're saying is I'm not mean. Okay, try again. <laughs> you know, I just had a client who for the first time ever in in her 30-some years of life said, I want to help, help women and children. First time ever. Wow. So really... That- it's about, yeah, I mean, you know, it's about knowing ourselves and being able to serve our purpose from that place of belonging, right? Belong- I love, Brene Brown is like my jam. Oh, she's my jam too. Vulnerability, hello. Oh, yeah, vulnerability, oh. authenticity. Oh my gosh, literally, she's great. And, you know, in her new book, Into the Wilderness, she talks about um, belonging, right? And that sense of belonging. And I think... For a lot of people, learning to belong to ourselves, right, and that feeling of belonging that becomes unshakable within ourselves once we tap into who we are, what our purpose is, um, and getting really clear on that, it's unshakable, right? And then we can move forward. But I think you're right. For a lot of people, um, they, they're they not there. So how do, how do they get there? Like what are some things... What are some oh, that's great. You know, well, the work that I do, I feel like I'm super passionate about it because I lived it. I lived it um, every day of my life. I, I didn't speak my truth. Um, and, you know, obviously, then my world unfolded the way it was supposed to. But um, I think the most important thing is you're not meant to do it alone. Um, I'm not... Um, I always say to my clients, I want you to come receive a, a reading, a healing, join a group, come to some trainings or teachings, but but then you're meant to go on and help others. You know, there shouldn't be this codependency thing, which is also a stigma attached to psychics mm. and clients and such. Um, so I say, get help. Um, if, if you don't know where to start, the first place I'm going to tell you to start is to talk to spirit. I don't care who that is. If that's a loved one, a pet, um, a saint, an archangel, uh, God, the mountains, the moon, you can talk to the sun all day long and father, son will respond. So you have to start somewhere with saying, what do I most need to know now? What do I most need to know now? And then you got to be observant. Uh, something pops up on Facebook. Maybe an advertise com- advertisement comes across Facebook. Maybe you get that email or you overhear a coworker talking about a free course or a class or a podcast, right? Yeah. You have to start somewhere. Um, and you're not meant to do it alone. Yes, there's the alone time in terms of the healing and the meditation and such. But I, I, I do have to say I tried to do it alone. I tried to. Um, and it wasn't until... I really, Brene Brown is a big person of my journey. Uh, Marianne Williamson, I started listening to things online. I like to listen. I'm not much of a reader, but I love YouTube was my go-to. Mm. Uh, Google was my go-to. 
Um, Because, again, I was very private. I I could not tell the world what I could do right at the time. Mm. So I used resources that were free often and at home. Uh, I didn't want to go into public places initially because I was afraid someone would pick up on this said ability that everybody's telling me I'm going to share with the world. So, Oh, like, uh uh-oh, I've been identified. I'm psychic. Yes, yes, yes. Or if people ask you what you do, and I'm like, oh, God, how do I, you know, I don't, I'm not pregnant. I don't have kids. I'm retired. I'm a retired homemaker with no children, no pets. You know, I it was very hard and everybody's in their own journey. Start somewhere. Um, free resources are always a great start. But honestly, I have to say, when you when you connect with a psychic, a medium, an intuitive, clairvoyant, healer, shaman, a coach, whoever that is, um, connect in some way you know, reach out. Most all of us offer free offerings of some sort. Start there. Um, The thing I think that gets people in trouble is they go and perhaps they're right out of the gate of like, I'm going to find myself, right? And then they're signing up for like a $5,000 program and they don't, they don't even have the basic tools in their toolbox. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I think they get showing up to school with one shoe on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I think start at home, start reading, uh, listening to a podcast, listening to music that that opens up those channels for you. And then journaling, who am I really? What do I want in my life? What are the non-negotiables? You know, I, I just think those simple free things are where if you start there, you have some tools in your toolbox. And what a lot of people don't realize is when you open up that um okay, there's something more to this. When there, I, I do recognize, I don't know where I'm going, right. but there's something more to life. There's something more to this relationship. There's something more that I'm supposed to be doing. And the moment you come and say, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Start in those podcasts, reading books, things that inspire you. Start putting people in your, in your uh, circle of trust mm. that are people that are good for you. You know, you don't just open up to this calling and then and then boom, you've done a 360 in your career. Right. It's, it's it not like one day energy. corporate, the next day readings for 300 people. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. And I would say you got to do the work. I need a license plate that says that. Do the damn work. And here's why. Because we get excited about what's to come. But see, we don't want to look at the shadows. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, well, it's one of those things where even when you live your purpose, right? Even when you wake up every day and you are doing what you are on the planet to do and bringing things and creating things in that, you know, are unique and weren't on the planet until you created them, you still have to do the work. You still have to wake up and maybe some days, you know, 90% of it is blissful and joyful. And some days maybe 30% of it is blissful and joyful, that's right. You got to do the work. And a lot of times that's saying to spirit or saying to your higher self, uh, consciousness, subconscious, whatever you want to call it, what do I most need to know now? What am I avoiding in life that's holding me back from greatness? You'd really just start talking to yourself because as we know, everything is within. And then, and then, And then saying, who should I most connect with? You know this in the world. People will land on your emails, on your podcast, in your face, at a restaurant by chance. No, heck no. You've said, I'm ready, and then the people will truly start showing up. But you cannot avoid life. You know, find, read a book is, is literally some of my best advice. I say go to YouTube and ask Spirit what you most need to listen to. You'll yeah. be amazed 
what comes up. And next thing you know, you're clicking on something and you're like, wow, this song reminds me of XYZ or wow, this is really interesting. Um, I think one of the biggest misconceptions in self-healing, self-awareness, following your truth, your purpose, whatever that is, is that we think it's complicated. We think it's got to have a 10, you know, a 10 page outline and a lot of money. You have to have a lot of money to find your self-worth and it's just not the truth. Oh, that's so true. There's, there's you know a very big think? belief out there. Yeah. There's a very big belief that you have to be of privilege, be financially abundant to, to find your truth, to seek your passion, to live the life that you want. Yes. It's so, I think it's the biggest scam. It's the biggest scam. Now, this is also the person who I will very, very confidently tell you, you also get what you pay for, okay? You will get what you pay for. And there, not everybody is honest in the world. And some people are, are giving, 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 and they're not taking care of themselves, and then you're reaching that energy. So, yeah, you may have learned a whole lot for, for $12, but you may have also just taken on all that low vibration energy because, the, you know, the givers and takers, we all got to be responsible for the energy we show up with. But do you know you got to start somewhere? People say, gosh, Mindy, I, you know, I'd love to be able to afford this with you or that. You know, I, I, I just say start somewhere. Yeah. Start somewhere. Where I have clients that are single parents, widows, uh, work two or three jobs who say, I save up once a year. That is my, that is my Mindy. Because you get homework with the work that I do. I don't just tell you grandma and grandpa's here and they love you dearly and send you on your way. I say, you're not going to, you're not going to fall into my part of my path unless you're truly ready to radically change your life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a commitment. in the world. That's right. There's millions of healers in the world. We all serve. Everybody on planet serves a unique purpose. But when you're truly ready to heal, I mean anxiety, depression, loneliness, get into your calling, get into your purpose, um, you know, maybe heal uh, past relationships or, or mend the relationships with your children, uh, whenever, whatever that is, because I help all spectrums, right, of folks. When you're truly ready, you will come to a free offering, come to a small event, book a private event, come to one of my large gallery readings, uh, you know, say it at a large venue or, or I'll, you know, I'll be back in Iowa in my hometown at the Diamond Joe Casino coming up and, and miracles will happen even in that space with two to 300 people or even 2,000 people. It doesn't matter the size of the crowd. Yeah. People walk changed when you're ready, you know, yeah. when you're truly ready. Yeah. And I think, you know, for, for, most people, right? Like you don't find the thing that you're ready to find until you're actually ready to find it. Like the alchemist, right? Like the Paulo Coelho book. Yeah, exactly. So I yes. think for a lot of people, you're right. You know, it's so important to know that you don't have to make a large investment in your time, in your money, in whatever. You just have to take that first step and trust, right? And ask, what do I need That's to know it. now? Yeah. Yes, that is it. What do I most need to know now or what do I need to know now is is the put it on a piece of paper yeah. and just start writing. 
put on some soft music or, or go outside. You know, of course, I'm a shaman. Go out in the trees. You get more healing in, in five minutes in a tree, tree kingdom. Those tree people can heal you more than, I say, than all of us healers on planet Earth combined. Um, it's in a different way, of course, right? Because we're humans and we have to have that physical. But the trees, uh, start in the trees, start in the river, start in, start with some rocks or some seashells and and sit down and say, what do I most need to know now? Words are going to come to you. Songs are going to pop in your head. You're going to hear something. You're going to feel something. You're going to get goosebumps. Mm. And that ignites. That ignites all, you know, uh, all. Um, yeah. I, you know, Amazing. I, I just think I think we overcomplicate a lot of things. And, of course, um, that's part of the work I'm passionate about. Uh, I work with people, um, literally single parents, uh, paycheck to paycheck, even receiving uh, some assistance, perhaps, uh, to professionals, um, you know, uh, every income level, uh, yeah. professional, meaning, you know, the, the people who, who could choose anybody in the world and, um, you know, have counselors and have therapists and, and then, and they also hire me because, um, you know, we're all sensitive to energy. That's the world we live in today. And everybody needs a little bit of, of different variety from here and there. But I would say when you're truly ready, uh, you will you will join. You yeah. will join a YouTube channel of mine. You will listen to this podcast. You will, you know, run into me at the grocery store or at a restaurant or maybe even be my server at a restaurant. And I give messages and healing uh, everywhere I go. Yeah, uh, there's absolutely. There's not a day in my life where I'm not... Uh, behind somebody or in the right place at the right time uh, they you know uh, yeah and it's about that trust yeah and I think you know for everyone it's it's interesting because the people who you are supposed to serve you trust that you're going to meet them right and it's one of those things where when you tap into that purpose right we that trust right coming from wherever it is in our body usually for me it's it's lower belly um but I think you know knowing that you're so we're so tapped into whatever our purpose is that the people who are supposed to find us do and and that's the thing about the world right everyone receives information differently um and some sometimes it's the specific voice you hear it from or reading it versus hearing it or whatever it is so you're totally right and i think you know it's it's important you know i always talk to people about creative conditions and it's so yeah. important to figure out how you learn how you absorb how you're able to shut off the world and let creative energy come through whatever that means to you um yeah yeah so we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and talk to mindy about what she's up to next Excellent. All right, little humans, we'll get back to Psychic Mindy in just a moment. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Camp Clarity and give you some details. It's pretty much the most awesome week in Bali. Adventures, water temples, cooking classes with amazing workshops and deep work for women to get the resources, tools, community, and support to move forward in our lives the way that we want. Sharing and really all leveling up. So it's a pretty awesome experience. If you feel called to come, check it out at www.joincampclarity.com. That's join, J-O-I-N-C-A-M-P, clarity, C-L-A-R-I-T-Y.com if you feel like it's something for you. So all the details are there and it's just an awesome week for women in Bali. All right, let's get back to Psychic Mindy.
All right, little humans, we're back with Mindy Adamo, Psychic Mindy, Psychic Medium, and Shaman Healer. Welcome back, Mindy. And before the break, we were talking about um, things people can do, right? Starting at any level, you know, and really finding what resonates with you. Um, So what are you up to next? Goodness. So I have some really exciting news um, coming up here. And I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So this would be for locals. Um, But I'm going to be starting my shaman classes back up, some crystal classes. I'm in a new space here in Virginia Beach, Virginia, which is going to be exciting. You can find all of my services and information and my tour dates on MindyAdamos.com. I'm also going to be touring in two different cities in Iowa coming up the end of February. And then I will also be at the Diamond Joe Casino in Dubuque, Iowa on April 8th at 3 p.m. And tickets are available for that at www.moonbarrocks.com. Moonbarrocks.com. Cool. And I love that you go on tour. Literally. It's like a rock star. uh, (laughs) You and your whole family on Instagram. And it's so nice that, you know, you have this holistic process of it, right? Like you bring your family and, you know, you're really tapped into that purpose. But also like you, you guys have like a giant rock star RV and you're like, you know, Instagramming and on the road and doing amazing stuff. We do. Well, because we, I always say we came to planet Earth to have our cake and eat it too. And while we live a very simple life, it was one of the ways that we could also explore Mother Earth and visit new cities and new places and spaces. Um, and also for me to be able to do my work on the road and my husband's um, job is, is super flexible in, in some of those areas. So that's been helpful. But yes, going on tour, I love going into the small towns and little tiny Moravia, Iowa is literally just a couple hundred people. But of course, it's surrounded and people drive you know eight and even ten hours away from Missouri and Kansas and such so I will have all that information that's under my events tab on my website at mindyadamos.com and then I wanted to share because I'm very excited in 2018 to finally launch my free um, angel oracle card readings on my YouTube channel yes so excited about this so do you know I just I love doing them in fact I'll be recording this week's uh, this afternoon Um, I do weekly and then I also do some daily, Um, but literally you can watch this video. They're about um, six to eight minutes in total length, but you can get a free angel card. And for those that don't know what angel or oracle cards are, it's another divination tool like we talked about with the pendulum. So these are angel cards that you shuffle like a deck of cards. I choose three. You get to kind of focus on one and then I reveal the spiritual meaning and the healing meaning behind each card. So you get to kind of choose. Choose one and focus on that card. And when I reveal, you know, the spiritual and healing message behind the card, without a doubt, folks always say, oh my gosh, I felt like you were talking just to me. And I'm just really excited to be able to offer that. I also teach courses on angel card readings and those will be available on my website uh, for locally. And then I also do classes online um, occasionally as well. So um, I hope everybody takes advantage of the videos. Yeah, you have a lot of stuff online. I think um, I'm always really into Mindy's astrology, Aww, astrology he- healings and readings. Um, you know, I think it's one of those things where um, we are on a moving space rock. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you know, the the sounds of the universe are, are interesting and things do move around. And um, I always feel like it's very attuned to, you know, where I am personally, but also like where kind of the universe is at that moment. So... Yes, I agree. I do my very best to put out as, you know, 
not just quotes and helpful, helpful information, but on YouTube, even my old videos, you know, from two or three years ago about vibration and new energy and, and shifting your vibration. Um, they're all free and they're all on YouTube and they're very relevant. I talk about how to supercharge your energy during a full moon or new moon. Um, and then I do a lot of Facebook live videos as well, where messages come from spirit and, uh, psychically and energetically. I offer healings where you can literally be in the comfort of your own home and receive a healing on a full moon or new moon. So all of those are on my Facebook page, my website, Instagram. Um, but I'm, I'm just truly honored to offer, um, those universal, um, healings for folks around the world and, and do that at literally just some of your time. There's no, there's no investment when it's on YouTube or, um, you know, Facebook, the investment is literally your time, which is hello. Number one, I say, you got to do the work. So start somewhere. Yes, absolutely. Well, Mindy, thank you so much for coming on the show and, um, we'll have all of her links in the show notes. Stay tuned. Thank you. All right, little humans, here's today's toast poem. It's a real shorty, but I hope you enjoy. Look at the moon. Breathe in the stars. We are but stardust. Remember who you are. All right, little humans, that was today's show. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Psychic Mindy. Big thanks for coming on, Mindy. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's toast poem. As usual, if you like the show, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Write us a review. Come to Bali. Come for Camp Clarity. Come for Bali Spirit Festival. Just get over here. And um, until next time, little humans, stay wild. So we keep on keeping on.